Amazon's expansion into Ontario has continued this week, and it's interesting. So Amazon Canada said this week it expects its newest robotics fulfillment center in Hamilton to create close to 1,500 new jobs as part of their expansion into the province, targeting 4,500 new positions in the province by the end of 2023. Amazon uh, activated the company's most advanced facility to date on Tuesday morning. Their current expansion in Ontario, which started last year, is expected to grow to 19 facilities, employing about 7,500 workers. Of course, we... uh, have uh, talked in the past about the uh, Southwold plant near London. Uh, Bruce Winder is an independent retail analyst and author of Retail Before, During, and After COVID-19 and joins us now. Uh, Bruce, I appreciate the time today. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. It feels like Amazon has gone from zero to 100 in a hurry here in Ontario. I think they have, you know, I mean, the pandemic obviously accelerated a lot of their infrastructure bill. But I mean, if you look at what you just said, you know, I think 19 or 20 facilities in the last couple of years, that's incredible. Right. And I think that, you know, we need it. We need jobs. Right. And more importantly, we need like a place that you can, you know, start a job and have a bit of a career at. Right. And that's I think that's what they really bring. 19 facilities is a lot. I mean, what do they do with all those facilities? Well, you know what? They don't have stores, right? They own Whole Foods technically, but, you know, within their main business, they don't own stores. So each of these warehouses, you know, some of them are what they call like delivery stations where there's smaller local warehouses, sorting centers, and then you have the robotic system. So it's all part of a very like sophisticated supply chain network to get packages to your home as quick as they can and at the lowest cost. Amazon's been in this country for a while, obviously, but do they view Canada, maybe Ontario specifically, as an untapped market? I think they see Canada as a major opportunity because I've been following them, obviously, for, for a couple decades now. And they've, they've sort of spent a lot of money in Canada building out infrastructure, not just Ontario, but everywhere. But they're going to follow the population, right? Wherever the population is, that's where they put these facilities because they need to, uh, I guess, except for out west, they put data centers in the, in the prairies. But you know, they, they follow the population in terms of building these facilities so that they can get your package to you quick. It's like a uh, hub and spoke type system, you know, or a gravity system where they put the merchandise where they need it, when they need it. Who could potentially uh, maybe uh, be hurt a little bit by the expansion of on, of Amazon here in Ontario? I don't think anyone's really going to be hurt. I think that we kind of need this. It's a bit of a separate play. I mean, I think that, you know, uh, Canadians overall are moving online more and more. They got used to it during the pandemic um, because of the convenience and the value and everything in the assortment. And it's not really going away. It's it's growing, maybe not as quick as the pandemic, but it's growing. And uh, no, I think it's a good deal. I don't see anyone being hurt by this. If anything, if I was a youngster, you know, 30 years ago, you know, this would be a good job to get in and build a career at, you know. And uh, we need more of this. I mean, we need more at jobs and technology and robotics and engineering and math and all the STEM things because we've changed. We've, we, we're not as much of a manufactured entity anymore, especially Ontario, right? We need these kind of jobs that help build a new, uh, new capabilities for Canada. This isn't a perfect example because Amazon was here already and it, it's, it's a different model. But I think of uh, Target when they came here a couple of years ago and flamed out I mean, Amazon's a different situation, but what are some of the uh, differences of operating in the United States as opposed to Canada for some of these American brands? 
Yeah, well, some of the differences, I mean, Canada, our population isn't nearly as dense as the U.S., especially on the, on the East Coast. So the economics are a little bit different. Our wages are a little higher. Our taxes are a little higher. Because we're dispersed geographically, there's higher freight costs. So just things like that. The Canadian consumer is obviously different than the American consumer in terms of our consumption and things we buy. But the big thing Amazon did, which was smart, is they didn't go from zero to everything overnight. Target went from zero to all overnight and blew a fuse. And Amazon's smarter. They've kind of been building it slowly over the last you know, 10 years, albeit, you know, in the last couple of years, they've really turned on the jets with the facilities. You mentioned Whole Foods earlier. There is, uh, I think, a Whole Foods in Toronto, at least one, uh, but it's not a huge uh, presence in this country. Is that part of what we could see down the road, maybe with Amazon uh, expanding more and more in this country? Yeah, it could be. I mean, they also have uh, some grocery uh, stores they're working on in the U.S. and have been prototyping, and I wouldn't be surprised in 10 years if you see more uh, grocery stores and in Canada who knows they also have something called uh, just walk out technology where you don't even have to use a cashier you just basically you put your products in a bag and walk out and the app does all the work that could make its way to Canada eventually as well too I just wonder you know in terms of what potential hiccups they could face in, in the United States they've you know had a lot of uh uh, pressure from unionization. Could that be uh, something that they have to deal with both, I guess, in this country and the United States more and more? Oh, well, it's definitely something that I think they're dealing with. I mean, I think what they're trying to do is offer a good deal to employees if they work directly with them. You know, that's why when I read some of the stuff that came out with this announcement, they're offering benefits like, you know, dental and vision and, and medical and there's stock options and there's career advancement and they pay 95% of your tuition, a whole bunch of sweeteners there. And I think, you know, what they're probably doing is just trying to say, hey, you know what, um, you can go union, but you know what, we would prefer to deal with you directly and here's some sweeteners that'll keep you happy and you don't need a union. I think that's how they're trying to play it. It'll be interesting to see uh, how they grow. Uh, Bruce, as always, I appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Yeah, take care, Devin. All the best. That's uh, Bruce Winder, independent retail analyst and author of Retail Before, During, and After COVID-19.